Welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sexiest dad of the decade, Mr. Eric Robertson. It's going to be a good decade. It's going to be the decade of your dreams. Um, I have not been able to stop talking like John Ralphio. <laughs> like your sweater? I did. I did a live yesterday and I did so much John Ralphio. Uh, I don't even know if anybody called me out on it. Were you putting your hands to your mouth? Yeah, I actually was. If you don't know what I'm referencing, I'm referencing John Ralphio, the genius in Parks and Rec. Um, we are so grateful that you are here. This is our first podcast, not only of the new year, but of the new decade, and our first podcast in a while. We took a little break at the end of December, but overall, I had a goal. If you'll remember, if you hark way back to the early episode, I think it was like episode 66, or I'm just making up numbers now. Um, I had a goal to do 52 podcast episodes in 2019, and, and we did, I don't know, somewhere in the high 40s. Yeah, right? we were close. We we like I didn't even count. But I love that because today is episode 110, how to create your success story for anything you want to do. And because it is the beginning of the new year, we are going to be talking about goals, resolutions, success, those types of things. And I love using this as an example because I set the intention to do a podcast episode every week. We got I think like almost twice as many podcast episodes out last year that we did the year before. Because I set that intention, we were able to create a lot more content, which in turn created a lot of value, I hope. I know it did for me. Even though we didn't do 52, I still feel really, really good about that goal because it took me so much closer to what I actually want for the podcast. By having that as the goal, I was able to realize it's just not feasible for us every single week to have a new podcast episode that is completely original content from me and you. <laughs> and so getting like interviews scheduled and getting different things like that on the books um, and having a little more planning, that's always part of the equation. Look at us. We're all growing together. We're just we're just so gentle with ourselves. Oh, I love that. We can be gentle <laughs> with ourselves is that how it goes <laughs> yeah it's a michael mcclain song that's that's gonna be a deep cut reference for a few people listening to the podcast <laughs> yeah, real deep but you're welcome for those of you who know what i'm talking about this is going to be a fantastic episode. I know it's a fantastic episode because I already recorded it. I already recorded it and I've listened to it a couple of times. And when I listen to it, I go, damn. <laughs> <laughs> While you're going to hear as I'm recording it, I stop and, imp and am impressed with myself several times with the content that I'm recording, and I want you to know that re-listening to myself, I was agreeing with my impressed recorded self, like both of us together going, yeah, yeah, that's really good. 
I wish I could have been there for this. Well, I know all of you wish you could be there. So here's what we're doing is I'm opening the vault to some premium content that is part of my Awesome On Demand membership. I want to tell you just a little bit about Awesome On Demand. This year, I added a Boss Babe booster to Awesome On Demand. So here's how Awesome On Demand works. In order to feel awesome, in order to create a life that you want, I know that the thing that we all need is empowering thoughts. And when we're in that frantic place, when we're in that place of somebody just sent us a really, really hurtful email, or your in-laws were in town and somebody dropped something on you, like words I'm talking about, that really shook you to your core, and you're in that place and you start to spiral, or you're not hitting a sales goal, or you know, you get reamed at work, or your child looks at you and tells you that you're an idiot. Like what whatever it is that sends you spiraling, the way to recover, the way to build resilience from that is to search for the next best thought. I had gotten a really, really hurtful email. Um, it was somebody just reaming me, and this was about three and a half years ago. I went running at the rec center, and I was running in circles. I had this very specific idea. I would love to hear somebody that I respect, somebody that I know can help me reach inside myself for the next empowering thought, talk to me about what to do with this emotion of somebody hating me and how I can process this. And I had this light bulb moment where I was like, holy crap, I could do that for other people. Not only can I do it for myself, but I could do that for other people. And that was the beginning of Awesome On Demand. And now what Awesome On Demand is, every single month, I create new exclusive content that you don't get anywhere else. So it's similar to the podcast in that it's me talking, but it's more personal than the podcast and it's more targeted than the podcast. And every month, there's a lesson on a feel-good mantra. So for January, our mantra, our feel-good statement is, look out world, I'm exposing my awesome. And I teach like a 20-minute lesson on that. And then there's an accompanying practice so that you can put that into into practice. And so this month I did a Your Most Awesome Self meditation, and it's a guided meditation. And I wanted to add to Awesome On Demand. There's live coaching that happens every month. And when you join, you get instant access to all of my past vaulted content. I wanted to add a Boss Babe booster, and I was going to charge additional for it. And I decided, you know what? I believe that so many people who are attracted to the work I do, whether it's this podcast or whether you join me in Allison's Brand School, you have something that you feel called to do, whether that's something in the home or something outside of the home, whether it's a side hustle or whether it's building a multi-million dollar empire. And I knew that something I could do to add more value to that membership with what I love to do, which is talk and teach, would be to add this Boss Babe booster. And every month now in Awesome On Demand, there is going to be an additional additional audio content, and it is a business lesson, and the business lessons come with an accompanying downloadable action plan. So what I'm doing today is I'm sharing with you the first and best, because it is the only, (laughs) business lesson that you're going to find in Awesome On Demand. And the reason I'm doing this today is because it's the beginning of January and Awesome On Demand, I have like a get in now, we're calling it the deal of the decade 
paid offer. So you can save $5 a month on Awesome On Demand. You can pay month to month or you can save $80 on the year by paying for the year in full. Every single month you get new content. Every single month you get small live group coaching with me. It's for $15 a month if you pay month to month and it comes down to $13 a month if you pay for the year in full. I mean, that's bananas. That's a steal. And I was talking to my sister, Andrea, about this, and she's like, I don't know, like, subscriptions and memberships, and I was like, you know what? Here's the thing. It's like, it's so, so worth it, and I make it so easy to use. We just updated our portal to make it even easier for you to get that content. I give so much free content away. I give so much free content away, but I have seen the people who just make this small investment in themselves and honestly get thousands and thousands of dollars in content and value um, in return, they really hold themselves to a higher standard to take more action. I was way impressed by the Facebook group. I jumped in the other day and just saw what was going on. It's a high caliber crowd. Well, thank you. I appreciate that because it's a like-minded group of people who want to hold themselves to the this intention to really live their highest purpose and be their best selves. So I want to invite you, if you're looking for a way to be more accountable in looking for the next best thought, looking for an empowering thought rather than spiraling and continuing in the same cycle that you've been in your whole life where something in life happens, which that's what happens, and you just want to continue that spiral, that's totally fine. But if you want to break that habit, I want to invite you to join Awesome On Demand and I want to invite you to do it while it's at this amazing price. Other thing we're doing that is so exciting and is going to help you with your success story is we're going to do a free five-day pump up next week. So starting on January 14th, every single day, I am going to send you a little motivational pump up from me video to your inbox. And every day on Instagram at 10 a.m. MST, we are going to be working through the best year ever worksheet, which we have a podcast episode on, but this worksheet is phenomenal. It's one of my most downloaded worksheets. And I want to work, I want to coach you through that worksheet for free next week. If you want to join that free five-day challenge so you can kind of get a little bit of a sample of the type of stuff we do in Awesome On Demand, or maybe you're already in Awesome On Demand. We're going to have tons of prizes and incentives for our members who are working on that challenge. All you have to do is text the word pump up, and we're doing that as one word for the text, pump up to 31996, and that is going to opt you in and get you ready for that five-day challenge. So if you're not quite ready to put your toe in the water of Awesome On Demand, or you um, just want to have like a pump up and the outcome of this pump up is going to be increased energy, increased confidence, and most importantly, increased fun. And I'm really, really excited. So make sure that you text pump up to 31996 so you can join that challenge. And now I'm just going to give you this piece of content. You're going to hear me say throughout this lesson on success that you should pause and fill out your worksheet. So if you're in Awesome On Demand, you're going to have access to that action plan. If you're not an awesome on demand, I have total faith and confidence in you that you're a really smart, capable person and that you can get a blank piece of paper and you can, (laughs) 
and you can make this work for you. I had a friend, Natalie Madsen, who I love. I have a business therapy episode with her. That's my other Allison's Brand School podcast. She texted me and she was like, I want to do an exercise with my team at work about success. And I know you talk about that a lot, Allison, but do you have one place where we could all do it together? I literally sat down and when she asked me this question, this my success story worksheet and lesson just poured out of me. And here's what we're going to do in this lesson. The first half of it, we are going to explore the definition of success that you've been carrying around with you. I'm going to help you uncover ideas and thoughts about this word success or um, achievement or goals or whatever that means to you that truly I think will blow your mind because what I uncovered blew my mind. And so the reason we do this is in order to create a new definition, in order to create a definition of success that really empowers us and serves us in the life we want to create, we have to explore the old heavy taxing baggage that we're carrying around. And then we can ask ourselves, do we want to continue to carry this with us or do we want to set it down and pick up a new, more empowering definition of success? And the second half of this business lesson of this action plan is creating a new empowering definition of success for yourself. And I know this is going to serve you regardless of what's going on in your life right now. And I really, really know that it is going to free up some pain and suffering in your life. So I want you to ask yourself if you have some pain and suffering in your life that you want to free up I really want you to, you know, level up with this. Sit down, write the answers out. You're going to hear me call for pauses and different things like that. And I encourage you to pause. I encourage you to think about it. Maybe listen with a friend or a partner and have a conversation together. Maybe grab your team together if you have a team at work and do these exercises together. I know that it's going to be really, really powerful for you. And I'm so excited to share this premium content with you straight out of Austin. On Demand, the Boss Babe Booster. It's time for your Boss Babe Booster! Boost it, boost it, boost it, boost it up! Hello, Boss Babes, hanging out on Awesome On Demand. Ooh, you're so lucky. You really are. You really are lucky because this is going to be such a good Boss Babe Booster. It's the first Boss Babe Booster, so it's safe to say it is the best Boss Babe Booster (laughs) there has ever been, and it is called My Success Story. Oh, it's a layered title, and with all of the Boss Babe Boosters, there is an accompanying action plan. The reason why I wanted the first Boss Babe Booster to be about success is because we attach our worth, we attach our value, and we attach our mission and our purpose to the work we do, whether that's work in the home, whether that's work in an entrepreneurial endeavor, or whether we work for someone else, a bricks and mortar, whatever it is, we believe that our value has a lot to do with the work we do. And that's one thing that I've had to really, really work on and why I do the work in Allison's Brand School is to unlearn the idea that I am valuable if I create value. Oh, that's a hard one. That's a really hard one to unlearn that idea that I am only valuable. Ooh, I added an only. I am only valuable 
if I create value. You are valuable whether or not you create value. You are valuable whether or not you make money. You are valuable whether or not you weigh whatever it is you want to weigh. You are valuable whether or not you have to fire all of your employees because you can't make payroll. And you are valuable whether or not your children think you are an idiot. You have innate, inherent value because you are a human. You won the lottery. You were born on this planet. And here's the great thing. Your purpose can be lived at all times. And this has been revelatory to me. Your purpose, you don't need to figure out what it is. What you need to do is you need to do things that light you up. You need to share your talents. You need to share your gifts. You need to work on being your most free, awesome, empowered self. And as you do things and as you just exist in that space, your purpose finds you and exposes itself to you. Isn't that exciting? We don't have to chase it. We don't have to fight for it for it. Okay. Really revelatory concept. And now what is success? Okay. What is success? If we want to build an awesome business or we want to do work that we love and we want to have a fulfilled life while doing it, understanding what success means to us is one of the most important things we can do. So what is your success story? Ooh, look what I did there. What is the story you tell yourself about success? Now let's go ahead and look at our action plan. The first thing I want to examine is what definition of success was given to you. So here's what I mean by given to you. Was it modeled for you? Was it given to you by Full House? Was it given to you by the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Was it given to you by watching neighbors? Was it given to you by the church organization you attended or did not attend? What were some of the memos or notes or ideas that were passed to you that you don't even realize were passed to you about success? It might be something like you're not supposed to try for it. Or it might be something like if you're not miserable, you haven't earned it. Or it might be something like you already have been blessed and given a lot, so you trying to go after more success is greedy. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a big one. That success is a limited thing that only very specific people can have. So I need you to take a little bit of time. Now would be a good time to pause and fill that out. What definitions of success were given to you? Examining this and understanding this is going to really, really help you live a happier life and be more successful and make more money. So let's get into it. Now, what definitions of success have you unintentionally adopted? So the difference between the definitions of success that were like given or modeled or shown to you and this question is, yeah, but which of those have you started acting on? Which of those have you started acting on? I think one, to give you an example from my life is, so to me, success equals growth, like at all times, whereas for you, success might equal stability, okay? But for me, success is very related to growth. And what I adopted unintentionally was that I am not successful unless I am constantly growing in an upward trend in every single aspect at all times. That was unintentionally adopted by me and has caused me a lot of stress in my life. So just pause and take some time to think about that. Now, I love, again, calling this my success story because these are the stories we're letting ourselves have about success. 
Okay. These questions just flowed out of me. I feel so inspired. I'm just so excited for you to have them. The next question is, what do I let success mean about me? Okay. Does it mean that you're worthy of love? Does it mean you're better than other people? Does success mean that you're safe and nobody can touch you like or hurt you or physically touch you or hurt you? Does success mean that you are going to have all the friends and you're never going to feel lonely? What do you let success mean about you? And if you're having a hard time with this, put everything in the negative. What does it mean about me when I'm not successful? What does failure, let's use like the, you know, just the polar opposite word, even though they're both, you know, imaginary constructs. Okay. But what does failure mean about me? This is a great trick for any of these questions or any questions I ever ask you. Sometimes people have a hard time answering them in the positive. So if you want to answer it in the negative now, ooh. Ooh, this is so good. How does my body and appearance relate to my success? This is one that reared its ugly head for me this last year is I gained a little bit of weight because our bodies fluctuate and you're like, I noticed or I didn't notice it really wasn't very much. And I started to realize that I had equated, oh, people are going to see I gained weight and they're going to think I'm not successful. Not they're going to think I'm unattractive. Not I've worked on all those other stories, right? Not that I'm not lovable, but that I am not successful. So our body and our physical appearance, whether it has to do with clothes or cars or money, what does your body or appearance, like how does that relate to success for you? Now, if you're having a hard time with this question again, think of it like this. I feel successful when I look, I know I'm successful when I wear, people can see I'm successful if, try in some of those questions. Again, pause it. Okay, ooh, this one's so good. Okay, do you love how impressed I am with myself? (laughs) I don't need any validation from anyone telling me this is good. I'm like, this is so good. Okay, how do my relationships relate to success? Now, this is gonna resonate for some of you and maybe not for others of you, just like the body or the appearance might relate and really resonate for some of you. I feel like it's probably either gonna be both or either one of these two where you are more worthy of friends, you are more worthy of certain social groups if you're successful, or what does it mean if you're not successful in your relationships? Maybe with your kids, maybe a partner, maybe a boss, right? Okay, all of these questions, this whole first part, all of this is helping us to examine our story that we are bringing to the table about success. And I hope this has been really revelatory for you. I hope that you're really digging deep enough. And if you're not able to just do it on the fly, I get it. Keep these questions in your mind. And when you start to have uncomfortable, judgmental feelings about yourself, I want you to come back and be like, oh, see, I had some judgmental, uncomfortable feelings recently. And I realized, oh, if people who I really respect and admire don't give me praise and validation when they meet me, it must mean I'm not good. Because I met and talked to some people I really admire and I was worried that they thought I was an idiot. And I thought, oh, I must really believe that if people I really respect and excited about aren't excited about me, I don't have value. I'm not successful. And you can, again, replace that word success with anything that really resonates with you. Maybe it's value. Maybe it's validation. Maybe it's worth. So 
the first half of this action plan is taking action on understanding what we're bringing to the table. What's the baggage that we've packed up and we're lugging around with us? Do we want to continue to carry it? Because let me tell you right now, in order to build a successful anything, you need to be able to adapt quickly. You need to be agile. You need to be flexible. And if you are carrying around these heavy, useless definitions that are dragging you down, you will not be able to build what it is you want to build. You won't have the flexibility. And all of your building will be very labor intensive. All of your building will just be such a freaking drag that you're either just going to lean into the suffering and make your life no fun, or you're going to make everyone else around you miserable, or you're going to quit. And that's what I see. That's absolutely what I see. And I've been at this game for a long time, and I know a lot of people who have started a lot of things. Okay, now we're ready to cha-cha into what we want to believe about success, what we believe about success will serve us. And that cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha is a good example of some of my past stories about success. I've honestly worked on this so much, it's sometimes it takes me a minute to like remember how far I've come. No, no, no. I really believed that people wouldn't take me seriously. People needed to take me seriously and needed to know how smart I was in order to be successful. So I think that's a, another great question. Like, what do people need to believe about you or know about you so you can be successful? How do they need to perceive you? This reared its ugly head, especially when I started doing more business and brand coaching. And I thought that people were going to think I was just an idiot because I was just doing dance parties at the time, even though if you talk to me one-on-one, this is what I talk about, like nonstop. And I was speaking and doing keynotes at conferences, but I wasn't sharing much of it online. And so when I was going to do Allison's brand school, I thought, well, everyone's going to think I'm such an idiot. I better start behaving in a way that is uh, appropriate for business people. And then I realized that wouldn't be any fun. And if you can't take me saying cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha and then giving you tactical business strategy in the same sentence, then I'm just not the girl for you. And so what are you carrying around? Like what about you that you believe about yourself that is something like inherently true to you that means that you can't be successful or people can't take you seriously? Ooh, good question. Okay, now we're ready to move into the second part where we write our new empowering definition of success and start to create a success plan for us in the upcoming year, month, week, whatever it is we want to work on. What do I want to believe success is? What do I want to believe that success is? Mm, What do I want to believe that success is? I want to believe that success is easy. It is fun. It is light. And by light, I mean it shines light and builds other people up. I want to believe that success is abundant, that there's no lack of it. I want to believe that success is contagious. That as I build and grow more success, that everyone around me, like I sneeze and they get like a little little flick of it. Oh, wow. I feel really really good about what I want to believe success is. So pause it. What do you want to believe success is? I think this is going to be so fun. I want you guys to share some of your definitions with us in the A-Team Facebook group because I know for other people, success, what they want to believe success is, is that it's stability and peace. And for me, success has so much with like the variety and the spontaneity. And I think for other people, success is going to have to do a lot with connection and relationships. So yeah, what do you want to believe success is? The next question is, what does success feel like to me? What does it feel like? 
one definition I have for success is I don't have to be stressed about money. I don't have to be worried about how I'm going to pay my bills. I don't need a specific amount of money, but I need to feel like I'm not stressed about paying my bills. And so when I start to be stressed about paying bills, I don't feel successful. And this is the next question for a reason. Okay, so write that down. But can I feel like that now? So can I feel not stressed about money or can I feel successful even if I'm not sure how I'm going to pay my bills? I mean... Yeah, technically I can. And I had this realization and I was like, oh crap, I can just choose to feel successful even if I'm not sure how I'm going to pay all my employees and all of these freaking mounting expenses I have or my taxes, which I had to pay like way late last year, which were a lot of money, guys. Okay. (laughs) And then I ask you, why not? You're like, well, no, no, no. I can't. I can't feel successful if I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills because if I don't pay my bills, I'm not successful. Well, what do you want success to feel like? What do you believe success is? Do you see what I'm saying? I said I wanted success to feel breezy and fun and light and contagious. I didn't say that I wanted success to be, I always can pay every bill and I know exactly how I'm going to pay it. And then why does that have to be success? Because you have to control the outcome and you have to know everything that's happening. Is that really what you want? You're like, yes, actually, that is what I want. Mm, Maybe, maybe, because you're going to be really bored if that's really all you want. That's not how you grow, right? Okay. The next question is, no, really, why not? And then you can choose to fill it now. Okay. Now let's talk about how to create a new definition of success, how to put some parameters around it so that you can choose to fill it now. What gifts do I like to give? Right now, what I'm doing right this second, I freaking love giving this gift. I love having these ideas. I love these questions. I love teaching. I'm in a room all by myself recording. I feel energized. I feel relaxed. Oh my gosh, I love this gift. I love thinking of you listening to this and going, holy crap, I never knew I realized that this is what I thought success was or holy crap. That is so fun to me. I love thinking of you laughing at my jokes or rolling your eyes at my jokes, but also let's even take you out of the equation. I'm just having fun all by myself. Like I said, do you just heard me saying how genius all of these questions are? I don't even need to hear what any of you think. I'm just so delighted by the content I'm creating. (laughs) Of course I want it to serve you. I've coached enough people to know that these questions will serve you. I'm not just like shooting blanks in the dark, but also if I am, meh, I feel pretty good about it. What gifts do you like to give? So what if I decided that the gifts I'm giving and when I give them, by giving them, I'm successful? Oh crap, I almost just started crying. What if I decide right now that what I want success to be is that I'm excited about the gifts I'm giving and I give them, I'm brave enough to show up and give them. What if that was my only definition of success? And then the next question is, what do I want my days to look like? If you've listened to business therapy at all, you hear this question so often. I recently realized I want my days to involve a little more Fiona, a little more Fiona, a little less meetings and a little more Fiona. And I don't care that I just took on so many more expenses with a few projects I just committed to. I want my days to have a little more Fiona. Now, I was talking to a friend who just opened a big day spa and she was saying how tired she is and she hasn't seen her kids and it's the holidays. And I said, you know what? 
Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be periods of time where you see your kids less. And absolutely, there's going to be periods of time where because you wanted to build this, you're not going to be able to have the exact amount of hours doing everything you want. She's not getting her workouts in and that's bumming her out. And I was like, you know, that's great because this is really what you wanted. And I've talked to her for years and years and years about it. And I know it's what she wants. I just said to her, but you do get to take some breaks while you're building it. You do get to take some breaks. And here's the thing, guys. It's a privilege. It's a it's a real privilege to be able to take a break. So if you can take one, which by the way, you can, don't abuse the privilege. Don't abuse the privilege. We're real, real, real privileged. Okay. Don't abuse the privilege. Even if you're really struggling with some hard stuff, I I don't want to demean your life situation because I know a lot of you are struggling with some things, but give yourself a day, an hour, give yourself that break. What do you want your days to look like? And even if it's like one more hour a week with your kids and saying no to something else, disappointing someone else, then that's how you work that in. I know lots of people who wanted to be full-time stay-at-home parents, but they need to work. And so they're not full-time stay-at-home parents. But if you're going to be doing work you love, well, with those thoughts in mind, like, how do you want your days to look like? Maybe you can't control how every hour is spent, but do you want them to look like filled with laughter, filled with love, filled with joy? If you don't get so caught up on the time parameters, but right now for me, you know what I want? I do want a little more Fiona and I can make that happen. I can make that happen. And that's something I'm going to do. I want my days to have less meetings. And I realized that in order to have less meetings, I needed to make decisions faster. Ooh, in order to have less meetings as I grow a team, I needed to make decisions faster. I needed to stop including everybody in all of my decisions. I'm not happy when I include everybody in all of my decisions. Uh, It takes a lot of time and I do whatever I want anyway. So less meeting time, faster decisions means more Fiona time. What do you want your days to look like? Oh, now this is a good question. What do I not know? Maybe you don't know what you want your days to look like. Maybe you don't know what things really light you up. And then the follow-up question is, what do I know? So you can answer those in any order. So if you don't know what you want your days to look like, so the reason I know that I like working out of the home and I want my days to include time out of the home is because I spent years working in the home. And the reason I know that I want to have team members and I want to train up a team, even though it does challenge me in so many ways, is because I worked and did all of the work by myself for lots of years. So last year when I was really growing my team and it was really stressful for me, I could always come back and say, what do I know? Well, I know that I did this amount of work on my own or the amount of work I was able to accomplish on my own was not yielding the results that I really wanted. And so even though it's very challenging to me to grow this team, I do know that I want this. So if you don't know what you know and you don't know what you don't know, you need to do more stuff and give yourself more time. The only way you're going to get more experience and know is by doing things, not by deciding things and not by having the answers handed to you, but by trying more things. There's so many things I don't know. And rather than being scared and feeling unsuccessful, because I don't know, I have decided that not knowing is going to be exciting for me this year. Remember, I told you I want my business to be exciting. I want it to be a variety show. That's not what everybody wants. That is what I want. I know because I did real continuity and like stability-based vibe last year. And by the end of the year, I was ready to shut it all down. Absolutely ready to shut it all down. And I realized, oh, I don't want to shut it down. So I got to get back to my variety show, to my nonsense, to my spontaneity. And so I know that now, but the reason I know it is because I've tried so many freaking things and I don't quit and I don't quit and neither are you. Okay, what feelings energize you? What projects energize you? If you don't know, again, 
you got to try some more projects. So maybe this question should be, what things do I think might energize me that I haven't tried yet? And now I want you to pause and I want you to fill all those in. Okay. And now how are we going to engineer a year for success? Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I realized I am going to follow nonsense. Now, again, my definitions are going to be very, very different than your definitions. I'm going to follow nonsense. I'm going to follow excitement. I am going to follow, I have no clue how that's going to turn out. Why does this matter? Because last year I was following what will bring me success. And it did not make me feel good. (laughs) It was stressful. It was anxiety laden. And you know what it was? It was success dressed up as in order to do this work that I feel I have to share, in order to live my purpose, I need these things. I need to be able to make payroll. I need to know where this paycheck is. I need to know this. I need to sell this many tickets. I need to sell this many courses. And I did that all year. And here's the crazy part. I really was stressed and it was a tight year all year in a lot of ways with all the growth and every single thing worked out. And now I know that every single thing could have worked out as it always does without all of that just pain and suffering. So rather than chasing success and white knuckling it because that doesn't feel good. It doesn't expand me. It shuts me up. It closes me down. It makes me tie my worth to being successful. It makes me tie my emotions to something being deemed successful or not successful. I am going to follow what expands me, what lights me up, what feels exciting. And every single time I have done that, it has been my most successful work. Isn't that annoying? Isn't that annoying? And this is not to say when it comes time to price and it comes time to say yes or no to projects that I just go, oh, that doesn't sound exciting. No, I'm able to say, I can see how this would be exciting. And I can see how saying yes to this project would free up a lot of space for me because it's a great paycheck and it's work that I feel like I can be authentic and have a lot of integrity doing. And it's gonna free me up to do this other work that doesn't pay. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay, what are you gonna release? So for me, I'm gonna release the idea that I need to know anything. (laughs) You wanna know, because you can't know. So all you can do is your best guess and then let go. That's really it. I really, really believe that you can create the exact life you want, but I know that in order to do it, the magic sauce to it is I'm willing to create the life I want or better. Because I believe the life that is going to serve you, the life that is going to really put you in alignment with your highest self, we might not even be capable of imagining that right now. So when we get so stuck on these little limited parameters, we're limiting ourselves and you are limitless. So what are you going to follow and what are you going to release? Now, after you do that, give it a little pause and do that. I want you to come up with some markers of success for this year. I want you to have a few quantifiable markers of success. So this is where like I'm talking to my sister and she has to go to the board and you know, we're deciding we are going to be a 70% profit increase or a 20% profit increase or you know, those quantifiable numbers are great. You have to write real numbers. We can't just, oh, well, I'm going to argue with all of this the whole time. But for those of you who are like, no, Allison, I have to write real. Yes, write real numbers, write them down. I've 
had a few sales goals that I've totally crushed and I've had a few sales goals that I didn't even get close to. And I just want you to write those quantifiable goals. Remember, just because you make I'm going to make $100,000 with this course. And then you launch the course and you make $20,000. Don't let that mean that you're a complete failure because let's go back to what is your definition of success? What are you trying to follow? Well, I followed an idea that excited me. I followed an idea that I believed would serve people. That's a, that's a huge definition of success for me, okay? And so even though it wasn't successful in this monetary way, it was successful showing me this and teaching me this. And then another thing that's been really helpful for me and really changed my life is with those quantifiable sales goals is to just say, oh, I guess I got the timeline wrong. I'm still gonna make half a million with that course. It's just not gonna be in the timeline I thought it was. Or, oh, I'm still going to make half a million with a course. I just can't make half a million with the amount of money I put into it this time. Do you see what I'm saying? And that has really freed up a lot of stress and anxiety in my life from over-identifying and over-attaching to those quantifiable markers of success. And then the most important thing you can do now is to create some non-quantifiable markers of success. And so what I mean are qualitative markers of success. So for example, when I post an Instagram, there is a quantitative, a quantifiable measure of success. It has, you know, I I like to get between two and 3,000 likes at least. If it gets four or five, 6,000, I'm feeling like the, you know, a princess. I like to have like around a hundred comments. Let's say I'm really pulling these numbers out of the blue right this minute, but, but I think like yeah, I feel good if there's like a hundred comments on there. I'm like, yeah, people were interested and in, in it elicited a response, but I have some non-quantifiable markers of success for my Instagram post too. And one of them that I love to share is how did you know I needed that right now? It's like you read my mind. This is for me. And so let's say I throw something up and it gets 900 likes rather than the two, three, 4,000 I was hoping for. And let's say it gets four comments. So my non-quantifiable markers of success are... I shared from a place of authenticity. I know why I shared it. And so those are ones that come from the inside, okay? And great, I don't share it unless I believe it's gonna serve someone or I know why I'm sharing it. I know what my master plan is. Like last night, I shared a completely arbitrary post of me and I look really unattractive in it and I'm like yawning. And I thought, why am I sharing this? Like it's not getting that much of a response. And then I thought, because I feel like with all of these perfectly posed glamour shots I've been posting that I just wanna remind people of what I look like when I yawn. Like that was really what it was. (laughs) And one of the most non-quantifiable markers of success for me is that, how'd you know I needed this? And, And last night, a woman I love left a comment and she said, this is the most relatable post you've ever posted for me. And I was like, yep, okay, that's it. I love that. I love that I was able to connect with her right there by sharing this picture of me yawning and looking not that attractive. That was my intention. My intention was, you know, to balance out all of the glitz and glamour I had been posting. So do that for something specific like your Instagram or your social media. Do that for something specific like your emails and do that for something more general like your business. Okay, we want to have quantifiable goals, measurable goals, because those are important for your team. We had a big sales goal with our Instagram for you sales launch and we made a whiteboard and every time we hit a certain sales number, there were different like, you know, everybody got a pair of Nikes when we hit a certain number and that was really fun to track those quantifiable goals. Okay, so outline your year, track a few quantifiable goals, but make sure you have those non-quantifiable, those qualitative goals for success in there. And now you have a whole new success story. Ooh! 
I love this. Okay, boss babes, I cannot wait to hear your feedback on this. You're doing a really, really good job. And I want to remind you, if you feel called to do it, freaking do it. Okay, I cannot wait for you to share your thoughts with me on what you learned. Please do that. If you're joining Awesome On Demand, do it in our private Facebook group. If you're not an Awesome On Demand, share with me in your Instagram stories. I absolutely love nothing more than hearing your insights and your takeaways from these topics. Eric, do you have a review for us? I know there's been a little bit of break. Did anybody still listen to the podcast? There's a couple. This one's from Ashcraft. She says, Allison and Eric have elevated my life. I'm more motivated. I feel better about myself and where I'm at in life. I want to be better, but in a healthy way. I've learned to not put myself down to motivate myself. I've learned there are ways to be better while still feeling great about yourself. They are light and fun, but can also dive deep and make you cry with them. Thank you for changing my opinion about podcasts, Allison. Now I'm addicted to many, including your business therapy podcast. Thank you for elevating my life. Sincerely grateful. Oh, thank you so much. That was Ashcroft. Yeah. Ashcroft, um, I'm so glad I could change your mind about podcasts because I really love podcasts. I think that they are an, an incredible tool for putting more awesome, empowering thoughts in our ears. And I'm so grateful we could be that for you. So be sure to send an email to awesome with Allison at theallisonshow.com. That's always Allison with one L because you guys sharing about the podcast is the number one way it grows. And we're so sincerely grateful to you when you do that, specifically with this episode, with um, reevaluating our definitions of success. I feel like that this could be a really awesome one to share with friends, family members. And if this has helped you in any way, I would be so grateful if you share it with someone that you love. Thank you guys again. I'm really, really excited about 2020. I'm feeling really, really good. I'm so happy to be able to share that good energy with you. I know it transfers through. I just want to tell you, you're doing an incredible job. You are doing an incredible job. Please don't let the beginning of the year be a time to berate yourself and take yourself down and focus on all the things you haven't accomplished. Go back to that new definition of success you've created and realize that the miracle of life honestly, is that you can choose to feel all of those beautiful, empowering emotions right now. If you don't feel them, just witness that, like watch them pouring through you or passing through you, whatever it is. And just remember that the best thing you can do is reach for the next most empowering thought. And I want to really challenge you to do that. It's something I I challenge myself to do. I've had a couple of times this past week where I've just started to spiral and, and go in a downward trend and I stand back and I witness what I'm doing. Sometimes I have to do that for a couple of hours, but I used to have to do it for a couple of days before I started reaching for the next most empowering thought. I just stayed in those defeatist thoughts. It's changed my life. It's changed Eric's life. I can testify to that. It's true. For the better. (laughs) For the better. Um, And you're going to empower those around you. Remember that that introductory pricing, that get in now deal of the decade, ends on January 18th for Awesome On Demand. So if you're interested in joining, just go to theallisonshow.com forward slash awesome on demand or uh, just head to the link in the notes section of 
or head to the link of the notes section of this podcast. And remember, you can join my free five-day pump-up by texting the word pump-up, all is one word, to 31996. And I want to remind you that only you can be you. And you're already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, you've got a special song for us. Yeah, this wasn't planned, but because it came up in the conversation, I'm going to play a song by Michael McLean that I uh, redid, I guess. So he was was an artist in the 80s, and um, I got hired by Desert Book here in Utah to redo a bunch of his tracks to modernize them. And this song is called Gentle. Who sings this one? Drew Danbury. Oh, I love his voice. Certain 